Ah, sweet land of liberty. Our founding fathers not only pledged, but gave their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to obtain our God-given liberty. Now it's our turn. Liberty can only thrive if it's alive in the hearts of a freedom-loving people. I'm Dan Matthews, and I'm pleased to welcome you to Freedom's Ring. Here's our host and constitutional lawyer and minister, Alan Reinock. Well, Dan, what do terrorist attacks in Orlando, Florida, and a Christian university starting a law school have in common? I think the answer is absolutely nothing. But apparently, there are those who disagree. My guest today, Barry Bussey, serves as the legal director for the Canadian Council of Christian Churches, if I have that title right. Is that right, Barry? Charities, actually. Charities. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to Freedom Spring, my friend. It's great to be here, Alan, very much. Thank you. Now, we've, we've previously recorded stories about the trials and tribulations of Trinity Western University uh, trying to start a law school, but this latest attack on a Christian university is really um, way beyond beyond. Tell us what's going on. Well, I tell you, it's amazing how individuals make a line from the Orlando Gay Club uh, massacre and then make a direct line from that right to Langley, B.C., where Trinity Western University uh, is trying to establish a law school. But that is, in fact, what uh, one law professor uh, here in Canada has done in a uh, Huffington Post article. Um, the author is uh, Professor Elaine Craig. Now she's an assistant professor at the School of Law down in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And... Um, she said that, uh, in essence, that the atmosphere that would cause an individual to do such an outrageous act, uh, she says, whether intentionally or inadvertently, that uh, TWU and its claim for uh, maintaining a campus that has as its uh, admissions requirement that students would uh, maintain sexual intimacy only for marriages between one man and one woman, that that kind of talk, that kind of uh, institution creates an environment that encourages Orlando-style violence. Um, I took uh, an exception to that and uh, basically wrote up a piece uh, just saying that this uh, kind of claim is uh, outrageous. And um, she she basically makes an analogy in her piece that the American Second Amendment right to bear firearms is a constitutional right run amok, she says, and that somehow that constitutional right run amok is comparable to the Canadian religious freedom right that would have a public body accredit a religious institution. In other words, if religious freedom could be run amok, by allowing an institution like Trinity Western to have a law school that has such discriminatory admissions policies. And I I mean, I'm trying to, to make her argument as best I can, but that seems to be the web that she's weaving. And uh, I must say, it's rather convoluted. And uh, I think ultimately, it's um, certainly uncalled for. Her article was published in Huffington Post, which has a pretty wide readership. I don't suppose Huffington Post published your rebuttal. 
no, I'm sorry. I sent them a copy, but uh, they uh, uh, they weren't not, uh, you know, there was no interest uh, for it, uh, and they certainly never accepted it, so I ended up uh, sticking it up on my blog. You know, recently I posted an article that related to Catholicism on my Facebook page, and I put a disclaimer, you know, please note Catholic bashing comments, because, of course, among my thousands of Facebook friends, I have people of all political spectrums and religious spectrums, and and some who are really quite hostile to Catholicism. One of my friends commented and, and thought it was rather sad that I had to post that. We got into a discussion. She's a big mucking muck at UCLA. To my knowledge, she's not particularly religious, but she admitted that in academia, you can't say bad things about Jews or Muslims, but you can about Catholics. And, you know, it, it strikes me that if if anybody had written a piece that said, you know, Judaism leads to terrorist attacks on gay nightclubs. They would have been laughed out of academia and worse. But it's okay to say uh, Christianity leads to uh, terrorist attacks on gay nightclubs. And, and, and what is so outrageous with that is that given that this situation in Orlando was a bisexual Muslim who swore allegiance to ISIS, I mean, we're not even anywhere near uh, an individual who claims any form of Christianity whatsoever. And somehow, um, just by having uh, a moral stance that Trinity Western does, which many of many other Christian groups and universities and colleges and so on have, uh, that somehow this is related. And And like you say, it's like, like there's a total disconnect going on right now in society with this matter. Well, one of the themes, I think, in modern society today, especially over the issues of same-sex marriage and now transgender rights, how quickly the oppressed become the oppressors. There's no question that gay folks, transgender folks, they have suffered dramatically from society's disapproval over, you know, recent decades and beyond. Um, and, you know, it's, it's certainly possible, even desirable, for Christians to have sympathy for the way that, that folks have suffered without compromising on our own biblical values. But now those who have suffered are inflicting or attempting to inflict the same kind of oppression on uh, those who hold the traditional values. Mm -hmm. What is so amazing as we step back and we look at it, we see a situation where um, there's just no willingness to engage in a any kind of a respectable dialogue. It's always this right-in-your-face accusation, you're the cause of this, when you're not even related to it, and it's it's actually gone bizarre. It, I find it bizarre. I, I Alan, I I try to in all of my writing and all of my um, speaking and everything I do, I try to say to folk, I say, look, uh, 
we have very different views. And at the end of the day, you and I may not agree on a lot of things. But surely there is one thing we can agree on. And that is that we, because we live on the same piece of real estate, this little planet called Earth, or this little county, or this little country, surely we can agree to disagree in civil peace. And that has been my plea. But it seems to me that as we move on, it's like less and less people are willing to do that. It seems like it's a um, it's a zero-sum game of, I'm taking your place and that's it, and you're out of here. Barry, you and I are absolutely on the same page. I have expressed it somewhat differently, but it's the same idea. I say, look, your rights... Um, you know, you don't have your rights at the expense of my rights, and I don't have my rights at the expense of your rights. Mm-hmm. We're all entitled to having our rights. It strikes me that that is the only way a free and democratic liberal democracy is going to be able to move ahead. And it is extremely important, I think, for all of these contentious issues to be able to be... Um, individuals who are engaged in these discussions to be able to step back and see the bigger picture. Because it, unless we do that, we're, we're not going to be in a very stable environment for very long. Um, and we can already see across the world what happens when, when that's the case. So it's absolutely crucial, it seems to me, that uh, those who are involved in uh, academia, who are dealing with, um, you know, very important and doing great research and all the rest of it, but they recognize the importance of allowing others who have a different view, a different understanding, a different moral norm that has been a traditional moral norm that is now being challenged, and in this case it happens to be a sexual norm, that look, I mean, this society has gone on uh, quite well with us living a different sexual norm. Now, granted, there are issues, and we can get into all of those, but the point of the matter is, step one, there is nothing illegal about Trinity Western University's position on marriage as one man and one woman. Not only is it not illegal, although it was very interesting in the um, in the uh, Court of Appeal uh, back a couple of months ago in the province of British Columbia, one of the interveners in the case uh, argued and said that the uh, Trinity's position is an unconstitutional definition of marriage. Now, that kind of blew me out of the water, but they even make that kind of an argument. But nevertheless, the point is, it is not an illegal position, nor is it something against public policy. And to say that we cannot continue living this lifestyle, because it's somehow offensive, because it's not the same as your view, strikes me as a very, very uh, problematic position uh, for us going forward. Well, we're dealing with that very concern here in California, and um, we'll be recording a number of shows to talk about that as well, where uh, a university, a Christian university, holding to traditional beliefs about marriage, that is becoming illegal. Mm. 
So, you know, we're dealing with it uh, here in, in the States. Now, in the short time we have remaining, Barry, what I'd like you to do is speak. Our, our listeners tend to be more on the conservative Christian side of things. And, you know, we're locked in the zero-sum culture war. What can we do to break through this logjam? What can folks on the Christian side do? Well, I think the very first thing that is absolutely essential is that we make sure we maintain in our discussions with all the various people an attitude of civility and respect. And that when we are debating, we're not making any kind of personal attacks against anyone, but we are discussing and debating ideas and concepts uh, that are very meaningful to us, as it is meaningful to others, but that we respect the other. And I think that is fundamental. That is fundamental, Barry. I also think that we need to avoid intemperate legal and legislative positions, because what we're facing here in California is a backlash against uh, extreme positions taken in places like North Carolina and Mississippi. So I think both respect and just trying to bridge that gap in the culture war are critical. We're out of time today. Our guest, Attorney Barry Bussey, General Counsel for the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. Thanks for being with us on Freedom's Ring, Barry. Great to be here, Alan. All the very best. And as we close, we want to remind our listeners here at Freedom's Ring, we don't just talk the talk about religious freedom. We offer help to those suffering religious discrimination. Check out our legal resources page at churchstate.org. And Freedom's Ring is now available on SoundCloud. And don't forget, friends, freedom is not free. Be informed. Get involved. This has been Freedom's Ring. I'm your host, Alan Renock. Till next week, let freedom ring.